0: Welcome to Cellmates, a podcast where we analyze, digitize rationalize, synthesize uh, two movies and kind of put them over each other like a Venn diagram, compare and contrast, that sort of thing. I am Dick Ward.
1: And I am Kate Phillips. And
0: I am Dick Ward.
1: And I'm not going to say my name again. Damn. On this podcast, we often uh, take two movies that are Disney.
0: (laughs) But not always.
1: Often they are musicals. (laughs) But
0: not always.
1: Often they are good,
0: (laughs) but not always. Often this intro is good,
1: but but not not always.
0: always. Um, Cool. So what? What? uh, Wait. Before we talk about what movies, I'm sorry, I was trying to jump ahead. We got to talk about what we're drinking today.
1: We do, we do. Um. So my, uh, so Dick, this is blending two things. That's not important. But the what's important is that this is this is a beer. It's a beer.
0: It is called Long Trail Green. Blaze, long trail, green blaze.
1: Lots of words.
0: There's like a forest on the box, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe a canoe.
1: Am I right? There might yeah, be. Yeah, I canoe. mean, certainly a trail.
0: Canoe doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a trail long. Matters. It's green. You could say that it's a trail uh, in the wood,
1: in either a woods that's how big. O-
0: how big would that woods be? Like, if you were to say it in like hectares
1: or like acres. Oh, maybe. Acres, yeah. Maybe like, I don't know, between. 90 and 110 acres, somewhere in that range. Like, maybe 100.
0: Maybe 100 acres? Maybe 100-acre woods. Okay, cool. Um, uh, would that woods house any animals? Like, um, I mean, obviously not deer, because as we've noticed, those are jungle animals. They're jungle
1: animals. <laughs> but They've all been hunted out. But, like, maybe a skunk. Only the rabbits and the skunks survive. Uh, yeah, some rabbits. Because their meat is not as uh, desirable.
0: teenage boys for some reason.
1: The rabbit should turn into a boy. The skunk. Uh unclear. Yeah. All so, skunks are girls.
0: So if if it's not uh clear <laughs> already, we're doing uh Bambi. And Winnie the Pooh. Winnie
1: the Pooh, the twenty eleven version. That's correct. The nineteen sixties one is the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? That All is right.
0: correct. Now Kate, what we haven't addressed is that we have put orange juice in these beers, we what, have, what's the significance of the orange juice? Uh,
1: it is morning time. Oh, right now.
0: So nothing for the movies. Nothing for the movies. I get, uh, what
1: I, the poo is orangish? Uh, yeah, and both of these movies mostly take place during the daytime.
0: And they're they're f- certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, just like this fresh orange juice.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mostly we wanted beer Moses today. Yeah,
0: we just wanted beer Moses. But
1: we do have to thank. Um, friend of the podcast and f- and frequent, I want to say always listener, mm-hmm. um, Britt Johnson Broach yeah, yeah. for this idea today. Good, Britt. So, uh, several episodes ago, we had talked about uh, the wonderful powers of the Lopez's, the composers, uh, Robert and Christy Anderson Lopez. Mm-hmm. And um, we had muse that Robert Lopez has done a bunch of musicals, but Christy Anderson Lopez had done like Frozen... And, like, a Broadway a cappella musical that didn't go anywhere. And oh, yeah. And immediately after the episode is released, Britt, who has uh, two children, ages mm-hmm. six and
0: three. Hi. You shouldn't be listening to this, but no, hi, Phoebe and Jasper. Hi, Phoebe. Hi, I, Jasper. I'm bad at not swearing.
1: <laughs> um, she texts me right away and says what do you mean Christy Anderson Lopez hasn't had, <laughs> hasn't had any other musicals? My kids are almost as obsessed with the songs in the new Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. as they are in Frozen. Like That's like the number two on the rotation yeah. at her house. And I, I knew that she had done some songs I had forgotten, um, mm-hmm. so thank you for bringing it to our attention. But I had never seen this new one, and I, d- I didn't know that yeah. it had such a hold on children.
0: And us now.
1: Yeah. So she's like, she said, we have to see this movie. She said, maybe you pair it with Bambi because it's about animals and it's basically episodic. Mm -hmm. And we said, great. Um... We love having other people make decisions and come up with ideas for us.
0: Yeah, and boy, if anyone else wants to suggest something to us, you can find us on Facebook at Cellmates Podcast, Twitter at Cellmates Podcast, cellmatespodcast.com, or Gmail, com.
1: Oh, boy, <laughs> they're never going to find us. <laughs> nope, got that um, one wrong. You can also just ask Britt how yeah, she got to it's
0: us. Cellmatespodcast um, at gmail.com. Anyway, if you it.
1: listen and you have some recommendations – this is a prime example of, you You might be rewarded. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations, Britt. No. Thanks for listening. But
0: that's not the only audience input we got uh, this last week.
1: That's, that is true. That is so true. So before we start talking about these movies, we want to follow up. Uh, last episode, we talked about our Disney Pixar Bracket mm-hmm. Challenge. And, uh, and now that it's...
0: Hopefully, hopefully you're listening to this before you see... Or, or hopefully you've listened to the last episode before you see our like bracket results you know so what? that you have some context for yeah for why what
1: one one for because because our cellmates pot if you haven't listened yeah. our podcast results are different than our individual results yeah. we went with a lens of what should we you know send out into space for the aliens to find mm-hmm. uh, in our podcast bracket, Snow White, won, mm-hmm. and it did not make it that far in either of our individual brackets. It didn't,
0: it didn't yeah, it didn't make It didn't make crack the like
1: the third round, maybe? I
0: think it might have gone farther in mine, Okay, but um, yes, Snow White, uh, we decided, you know, uh, is probably like the epitome of what a Disney movie tends to be, or mm-hmm. what an animated movie tends to be.
1: But less important than our results That's correct. are your results. Well, my we results
0: had... are pretty important.
1: Ooh. Your listener, dear listener, Fine. your results. Fine. We had um, a pretty robust participation, so yeah. thank you for all of the people who clicked on our links and shared the links and yeah. participated it was, it in the challenge. It was super
0: fun to read through like what people picked and also see your titles uh, of your brackets because yes. some of them were like, "Here's what I think the internet will think," or like, <laughs> "Or
1: these definitely won't win." <laughs> I'm
0: wrong, but yeah. <laughs> it was it was really fun to look through those.
1: But I think it's funny because also like I'm I'm wrong in compared. Compared to what? Compared to what? I don't know. Yeah.
0: Well, compared to us who are right. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. So, uh, thank you for participating. The poll is now closed. Yep. Um, But we got several dozen responses in.
0: We fed it through our supercomputer to (laughs) tabulate some results.
1: And it didn't do too much. And then we fed it through Kate uh, oh,
0: I meant you were our supercomputer. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. That was a compliment.
1: Yeah, challenge.com has some statistics, but it was all in comparison to what we said was like the quote-unquote winners.
0: Yeah, well, we, uh, we're we going to be doing this again next year for sure, and we'll I will just probably build a site that'll let us do it better.
1: Yeah, but what I did to uh, tabulate some results statistics uh, was good old-fashioned pen and paper. Mm. I tracked... What made people's top fours and what won? So on this particular bracket, um, we, we had a resounding winner of the Lion King, which makes me very happy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but With I will how put it... How many wins? I will put an asterisk by this. Uh, let's see. Eight wins out of 24 Jeez. results. Yeah. Wow. And uh, 14 appearances in the top four. Um, so over half of our participants put it in the top four. Yeah.
0: And over half the time that it was in the top four, it won. Yes. Neat.
1: Yeah. Um, and again, that—that's why there's an asterisk by it. Is yeah, of course. Because the seating. Well, so anyway, the next—the next highest number of appearances in the top four was mm. Toy Story. Yep. It had two overall wins and ten appearances. That makes sense. We got Aladdin with seven appearances and three wins. Ooh. And Coco with seven appearances and two wins. Nice. Those were kind of the the standout. Um, you know what? Moana, five appearances and two wins. Huh. Moana is the only other movie that got multiple wins.
0: So how many movies in total did we have on that top four?
1: 32.
0: Out of, out of 64. 64.
1: So... Half of the movies found their way into people's top fours. That's which is
0: pretty cool. Super
1: cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these just have one, um, including several that won people's brackets. Yeah. That was the only appearance in.
0: So, what, you, what you're telling me right now is mm-hmm. like, if we would have had, like, well, we had, what, Aristocrats vs. Oliver and Company? Aristocrats vs. Oliver and Company? Something like that. Oh, no, it was Aristocrats vs. 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. There's a good chance one of those made it to the final round because it's like
1: yeah that's that particular example is actually not reflected here but um
0: <laughs> well, I picked the one I picked the one
1: yeah so yeah that yeah. basically though cool. what you're saying is true so it was really fascinating because Lion King won all of its categories by a landslide but really like I'm looking among the these top winners here and the only what it had to do a lot with seating and yeah. like the top half of the bracket versus the bottom half. Like, literally the top 32 movies, visually, and the bottom. Because it seems like Lion King's only competition on its way up was Coco. Mm. Like, nothing else in that bottom half of the bracket um, really has any kind of traction. Right. uh, No, Tangled was in the top half. Tangled makes six appearances but never wins. Um, But I think it was in the top half of the bracket. I don't really know. Okay. But... It, but so basically, the top half of the bracket basically split its winnings yeah. between Toy Story, Aladdin, um, Beauty and the Beast. Ted six appearances, one win. Um,
0: and that's that's all kind of to be expected. Like mm-hmm. when you make a bracket, the top half is your number one seed versus your number sixty four seed. Sure, it's so you got expect one, that to yeah. go along farther. Yeah. Um, but that's that's pretty cool. And the way we did the bracket was rotten tomato scores (laughs) except for the number
1: one did not make an appearance in anyone tops top four it was pinocchio
0: Whoa! yeah because
1: it's rotten tomato and the number one seed never made it to the
0: top four are you kidding that's amazing i didn't know that so were there any uh, uh standouts as like whoa, i didn't expect this one to make it to the top four or i didn't expect this one to win
1: I mean things that w- we mentioned these kind of outliers last episode yeah. um, that like nightmare before Christmas won a mm-hmm. bracket but that was its only appearance yeah in what 24 times four is yeah. 96.
0: but I could I could I could see that, that.
1: yeah Wreck-It Ralph is a win oh, with yeah. only one appearance finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. finding Nemo had some sti- I think it went up against mermaid and usually it lost to mermaid.
0: Yeah. It went up against mermaid early. yeah
1: um, Brave had won. Ooh. One win. It's, yeah, I th- I think for me the surprise on here is Moana. Yeah. Having five appearances and two wins.
0: Yeah, because like Moana's a great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And there's a movie attached. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, Mo, like Mo, Moana, I get But it does I a lot get... better than
1: Frozen, which is two appearances, no wins. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: The other thing we were talking about a little bit earlier is our winners are all movies that have a marketing campaign right now
1: a lot of that yeah or like our big, the high appearances like
0: Lion King has a big marketing campaign with like the live action
1: Aladdin Toy Story
0: for Toy Story 4 Aladdin yeah. for the live action yeah
1: so really out of out of those I'd say Coco maybe doesn't have any like other Co- factors besides Moana. being in the last five years yeah. you know
0: it's interesting yeah yeah.
1: Anyway, thank you for participating. Yeah, this we're, was this was really we're nerds fun. for stuff like this. So cannot, we cannot could... <laughs> cannot
0: wait to do it again. We yeah. might we might have to have another tournament before next
1: March. Ooh, like cause... September Madness, right? Yeah, that's September a... <laughs> Madness, uh,
0: Winter Madness. That's a thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, that's super cool. Yeah. But back to the movies. Yeah, let's talk um, about two so... movies that did not make an appearance on anyone's top four. Yeah, but we're both in this bracket. Yeah.
0: All right. So we got. Winnie the Pooh Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: Bambi the Deer.
1: And Bambi 2, yeah.
0: Okay. (laughs) And Bambi 2. But not not Bambi 2, like the number 2. There
1: is a Bambi number 2, yeah. Which, of course. What year was that? I'll have to look that up.
0: Far too, far too, it doesn't matter. I just, I don't know how you
1: would. So speaking of Bambi.
0: Let's talk about Bambi.
1: I don't know how you would sequelize it and not just make the same Movie?
0: With Bambi's son or daughter. Yeah. I assume it's, that's exactly what it it's is. It's like
1: Circle of Life. <laughs>
0: I bet it's a more story-oriented movie. Yeah, but. which
1: might ruin it. Yeah? Yeah. So, did, when was the first time that you saw Bambi? Not a clue. He's got his hands up and a big old shrug. Uh,
0: when it's when it comes to like the Disney classics, like, anything, anything that came out before I was born, I probably saw when I was in my, like, formative years. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Bambi is something I know I saw with my parents. Uh, I definitely saw it, like, in my pajamas eating popcorn or something. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's something that's been in my life since I remember. So, yeah, that's it for me. Kate, what about you?
1: I I, I feel the same. Yeah. I have memories of watching this movie but, yeah, it wasn't in a theater. It I don't know if it right. was re-released in my childhood or not. But, right. yeah, like, I saw it early on. I have, like, a half memory of, like, it being, for a short time, a loop movie for me. Mm. But I also think I might be getting it confused with Dumbo, which is also a sad baby animal. Oh. Um, and I know that I looped Dumbo a lot. In my, like, before Beauty and the Beast, it was, like, my movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I definitely, and, and seeing it again for this podcast, there was nothing in it that was new. I was it, like, every scene was, oh yeah, this looks like this and sounds like this. It, oh yeah, there's It reminded this part. me
0: very much of, and this might be an interesting mashup in the future uh, American Tale,
1: mm.
0: which when we watched together, we haven't done that for the podcast yet, but mm. we watched it together because I was like, you got to see this movie. And I hadn't seen it since my childhood. <laughs> I remembered everything in that movie, and I was like, "Wait, I think there's. I thought there was more. Is thought... there like
1: connective tissue? I that thought I makes was just... all the scenes make sense together. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I
0: was just remembering bits and pieces. I remembered the whole movie, <laughs> and I feel like Bandy yeah. is is much the same way. Yes, because it's it's
1: it's a bits and pieces movie.
0: Yeah, and it's it's that's the way they they wanted it. It's mm-hmm. not like it's not an accident. Yeah, but it's like here is. Like you said, episodic. Like this five minutes is the raindrop stuff. Mm-hmm. This five minutes is Bambi meets some friends. Mm-hmm. This five minutes is Bambi learns about the meadow. This, you know, right? And just dot, dot, that, um, and not, not like you said, with connective tissue
1: mm-hmm. as much. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, I've been tasked with the with the summary of this mm-hmm. movie. Um, I actually think this is one of the first movies that I might not need the two minutes.
0: (laughs) Um, I just want to put this out there, by the way. Uh, two days ago, was it yesterday? I was in Key Foods, I was shopping, someone's ringtone went off, and I sang Cookies Are Done.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That will be the lasting uh, legacy of this podcast. if,
0: If it's nothing else, I hope it's that. All right. So do you have a cookie timer set? I
1: do have a cookie timer set.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I'm going to summarize the movie Bambi. Bambi.
0: Ban Bambi.
1: Ban- Bambi.
0: Here I go. Okay.
1: So uh, there's a prince of the forest being born after a very long opening shot of just woods with no animals. Uh, some animals show up. They're like, oh, a prince is being born. And you get to see all the animals react to it. Ah, oh, it's a baby deer. That's the prince. Uh, he tries to stand up. He's bad at it. Uh bunny laughs at him uh then they become friends. Uh Bambi is the, is the prince deer. Uh he's a foal, is that No. What what do you call it? baby deer? Baby deer. Baby deer. Foal. And um he uh, learns how to be a deer. Uh, he befriends Thumper, this rabbit and Flower, a skunk that is named Flower because uh Bambi says the word flower first. Uh, his mom teaches him about the forest. Uh, the meadow is a nice place, but you got to be careful because there might be man, and man is dangerous. Well, that, that might be later. Uh, seasons may come, winter to spring. Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically you see a lot of seasons. Bambi learns to ice skate, but not really. He's yeah. bad at it. He's a deer. Yeah. Uh, spring comes along. There are some April showers. Uh, and then... Uh, There's this king of the deer, I guess, or like another prince, but older. Um, I think he might be made up, but I don't think that's uh, canonic. Uh, He's probably Bambi's father, also the alpha deer. Anyway, he shows up sometimes. And um, anyway, they go out in the meadow again, but this time it's not, uh, you gotta listen to mom because the hunters come and Bambi's mom gets uh, shot and you don't see it, but you assume that she is killed. Um, you were told so much. Uh, so Bambi is sad and then birds sing in its spring in literally the next second. Uh, Bambi grows up into a teenager, gets twitterpated, falls in love with a girl deer who's obnoxious at first, um, and then gets to be an adult and battles another deer for his maid's honor and then becomes king. <laughs> uh, that's <Yes>. That's Bambi. <laughs> okay. I added things in. I yeah. didn't have to say Twitter painted.
0: No, but you did miss the entire ending sequence where like...
1: Oh, he becomes king and there's a baby again. Circle of the life. The
0: forest is on fire and...
1: Oh, yeah. Well...
0: This giant sequence. Eh. Okay.
1: Is, is it that important?
0: I, not as important as the skunk named Flower. Yeah. That's not sarcasm. I love that skunk. Yeah.
1: He can call me a flower
0: if he wants to. Very cute. Oh, adorbs.
1: So this movie is just basically a, we go through a year in the life year of a deer. Year in the life of a talking deer. Talking about deer. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, I don't know if this is an actual timeline for a deer. Does a deer go from infancy to like fertileness in a year?
0: Yeah, I don't think, I, so I don't know one and two I don't I don't know if it's like a year or if it's just a span of time Yeah and it
1: happens to be shown in season order yeah. but we're like skipping years in between
0: Yeah it it doesn't doesn't matter Um so yeah Bambi is a deer he grows up It's pretty good Well
1: okay Google a moose lives 15 to 25 years. An elk lives 10 to 13 years. But you did not answer my question, dear lifespan. Great. Um, Anyway, so it's probably around there. So we're yeah. probably skipping years. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's very slice of life in a weird way that mm-hmm. I forgot it was. I yeah. think of movies around this time like Snow White and mm-hmm. Pinocchio that there are like actual plot events happening and like things being forwarded and Bambi that doesn't you like you. I feel like the thing everyone knows about Bambi is like the mom is killed. Yeah. And it's not treated as very important
0: no. in the story. It's treated as, is a very important moment until two seconds later yeah. when happy music starts playing. And
1: I do, I do think that's intentional. I think it's like, these are things that happen. Things pass in the life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, and, and I think, like, uh, another season we could talk about this with a Miyazaki movie because, mm. um, again, it's just like, life is happening. Th- there's not necessarily a, a big string from beginning to end, and that's true of life. Like, if I was to tell you the plot of my life, I'd just be like, cool, this thing happened, this thing happened, this thing happened. Mm-hmm. There's not necessarily a narrative thread that pulls us through, and I think... Uh, like, that's kind of the point of Bambi. And this is based off of a book that neither of us have read. Right. I assume the book uh, kind of follows the same path. Yeah, but... I
1: think it's... I think there are more details. Yeah. What, one major thing I've read is that the uh, Feline, his, uh, his wife is, like, his cousin. But right. I don't know how deer inbreeding works. That's yeah. probably okay.
0: I mean, deer are pretty dumb. Mm. They go play in the meadow for no reason.
1: Yeah, there's not, like, food there there's for not, them.
0: Yeah, they just, like...
1: Well, they eat grass.
0: But there's grass in the for like, yeah. like, it's never explained why they go to the meadow. And this is a part that really bothered me.
1: Okay. Because <laughs> I'm
0: like, well, I know mom's going to die in the meadow.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I know, like, as they're going into the meadow, mom is like, "Yeah, let me check it out let me make sure there's no hunters. Mm-hmm. And then they get to the meadow, and what's there? Nothing. So, so- why risk it?
1: Right. Yeah, there's nothing fun, but there's no di- I, so this turning it another way is actually one thing one one hook that I have into the movie. I think we both finished this movie and we're like that's that's it. Like yeah. <laughs> like oh, this is more fantasia. Like mm-hmm. this is just more like not even episodic, just things impressionistic.
0: And that was that was the like uh, in original intent, right? Just like land before time.
1: I would is, need to do more research, but I think, yeah, Disney wanted less speaking.
0: Yeah, and it it seems, I, I don't know at what point that decision was mm-hmm. made, but it seems clear that the movie was intended to be, and I think could have been a more interesting, stronger movie mm-hmm. that also did not resonate with people in the same way that it did.
1: Right. No. Yeah, it does seem like several of the scenes, like I can imagine what it would be without Mm -hmm. dialogue and it seems that maybe the dialogue was capped on and they added you know they replaced some frames with mouths moving instead of not
0: and we have plenty of those scenes of no dialogue just animal stuff happening and they're really they're really cool they're the
1: more more potent ones although the the thumper stuff is fun
0: yeah oh thumpers great thumpers
1: are um ducky sorry
0: child thumper child Child flower and child bambi (laughs) are great i it when they grow up, all it of a sudden, yeah, gross.
1: All of a sudden, when spring comes, all their voices are adult males, yeah. And Flower has had these gorgeous eyelashes the yeah. whole time, which, like, good for Flower. Like, I, yeah, you also have very pretty eyelashes. Thank you. Um, one thing you might not know about our co host, Dick Ward, he has very nice eyelashes. Thank you. Uh, no, so like, good for Flower, be like, just not you know, ascribing to the typical masculine uh i mean until until
0: he grows up and he's like yo let's stay away from girls my name's flower Uh
1: but his partner his eventual partner pretty much looks just like flower there's like no distinction (laughs) does she
0: does she have like a pinkish hue do i remember that maybe
1: or like cheeks i don't know pink bat so well here's the thing is that the female counterparts don't look as stereotyped as I expected them to be. They're not like Looney Tunes yeah, females. Not,
0: they're not as bad. Like, Thumper's is the worst because she has bunny breasts.
1: She doesn't super but, have bunny breasts. Thumper but, also has bunny breasts. That was
0: that was what I was going to say. They, is, do, they just so look like does, rabbits. So does Thumper. It's just that when they're standing up, it's weird. Like, they're just kind of strangely proportioned. And
1: it, yeah, there's more of like an eye batting thing. But like Flower that's...
0: looks a lot like Flower. Bambi's... Girlfriend yeah. looks like Bambi but without antlers. Yeah. It, yeah, the antlers are the distinguishing feature. And moment. that's just nature. That's yeah. not a that's not a weird animation thing yeah. with pink
1: bats. No. Yeah. But but yeah, going back to the the meadow. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that's one I I couldn't remember where mom dying happened in the movie. Mm. And there is a scene where there's danger, there's man, yeah. they flee it. Like, I think I'm ready for it to happen same, then. Sam. And it doesn't. Nope. And uh, that's good. That's yeah. like one, perhaps one of the only examples of like one scene being related to another scene yeah. in this movie, uh, which I, I, as a modern 2019 movie viewer, mm-hmm. that was something that I could hook into.
0: But now before we go too deep into this, which mm-hmm. we already, we're going deep. Uh, let's talk about the other movie that we watched. Let's. This is uh, Winnie the Pooh from 2011. That's correct. A time where we still let Zooey Deschanel sing everything.
1: Do you say Deschanel?
0: I don't know how to say her last name. I think it's
1: Deschanel. Let's go with that. Deschanel.
0: Deschanel. Uh, Yeah, but we still let that happen.
1: Uh, Yeah, her sing songs in movies. that Mm. She's not in. She's not in this movie. She doesn't voice a character.
0: I don't think so. No, she doesn't. Doesn't she?
1: No uh Kanga is is Christie Anderson Lopez. That's right. Anyway, uh so this is not a remake of The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Correct. It's more or less a sequel, but it's but because the original is episodic and it's based on a bunch of episodic children's stories, um it's more just a continuation, like More Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Mhm. There are no deer, uh but there is a rabbit. No skunks, but there are are birds. Um, also, takes place in a forest. That's right. And that's and it's episodic in a different way. Yeah,
0: but, um, yeah. So, what what was your first experience
1: with this movie? Uh, this viewing, um, I definitely grew up with the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that movie quite a few times. I saw, I watched the show growing up. Yeah, um, the animated show and uh, I I love these characters I, I yeah. think they're fun um, there's always been like a kind of dry humor to Winnie the Pooh that I've appreciated yeah. It's you know you've got a mix of like slapstick and wordplay and just kind of other funny dry mm-hmm. situations uh, so I'm very familiar with the characters and so watching this even though it was a new movie did not feel like a new experience it just felt like ah more time with these characters that yeah. I know I buy that How about you, Dick?
0: Um, So my first experience with this was seeing trailers uh, at the theater, Mm. because I used to go see movies a lot. And I don't know why I didn't see it. I remember wanting to see it. I remember being really, like, fairly excited about it, because it looked really funny. And then I didn't see it. And then, I don't know. So then I watched it on the couch with you. Yeah. Which was lovely.
1: Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, Dick, you yeah. got uh, two minutes on the cookie timer. Okay, for the plot of Winnie the Pooh, twenty eleven. Oh boy! Are you ready?
0: No. Wait, <laughs> hold on. What's the what's the monster called? I'm gonna spend the, all oh, two minutes seriously? trying to remember its name. Yeah.
1: So it's based on wordplay. Where he's like, There's "I'm gonna a whole song about I'll it." I'll be
0: right back. I'll, I'll, I'll be back, back when soon. Mm-hmm. It's not called the back. It's just called the backson Okay. There we go. Ready.
1: All right. Here you go. And begin.
0: Okay. So we start off, as always, with Winnie the Pooh waking up and being hungry. He wants some honey. Uh, he goes and searches for honey. He cannot find honey. He tries to get honey from his friend, uh, the owl. Uh, and owl talks too much and doesn't give Winnie the Pooh the honey. Anyway... Uh, We also see that Eeyore has lost his tail, so we have a tail-finding contest uh, for Eeyore. And Winnie the Pooh uh, is trying to win this contest because uh, the winner of the contest gets some honey. So there's a whole wonderful little contest montage where we see Eeyore trying to use different things as tails. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: Winnie the Pooh eventually says, like, yo, I gotta find Christopher Robin. Because if anyone's got some honey for me, it's Christopher Robin. They find a note, or he finds a note that he cannot read, so he takes it to Owl. And Owl reads the note for him and says that Christopher Robin will be, well, he, the note says that Christopher Robin will be back soon, but he reads it as Baxon and instead of just admitting that he doesn't know something, he makes up a monster to terrorize everyone uh, called the Baxin. and he describes it as, he just lets people like like uh, make up their own fears. And he's like, yes, it does that too. Um, it's awesome. Uh, so they go out to try and capture the Baxen and tigger. <laughs> Tigger dresses up as the Baxen because he's training Eeyore to be a new Tigger. Um, and so <laughs> Eeyore uh, is like trying not to be involved, but he's fighting. Uh, Eeyore and Tigger are fighting. Anyway, eventually uh, they don't catch through the Baxen because it's not a real thing. And the cookies are done. And Winnie the Pooh eventually gets a giant vat of honey. And it's great. He has a honey dream in there too. Yeah, this movie's awesome. (laughs) I just I Um, keep remembering more things I like.
1: Right, but why does Winnie the Pooh get the honey?
0: Well, because he finds the best tale for Eeyore, which Which is is his original
1: tale. That was.
0: Uh, Oh, Owl was using it as a door ringer Mm
1: -hmm, the whole time.
0: Which yeah, which Winnie the Pooh pulls on at like the beginning. Oh no, he (laughs) knocks because he he's dumb. Yeah, he's dumb. Yeah. Well, they're all dumb. Yeah,
1: they're, this is not a movie about smart animals. Yeah,
0: Winnie the Pooh at least is aware of it.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> uh, what, what is it? Oh, I am a bear of very little brain, and long words bother me. Ah, oh.
1: the dialogue on this movie. So this oh, is my god. It shares an. It shares some staff, and I. I think this is. Different for each movie, but it shares some writers and directors with both Emperor's New Groove mm-hmm. and Meet the Robinsons. Yeah. Which are both movies of unconventional humor, at least in comparison to the Disney canon.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I think this movie fits in with those in terms of like the punchlines are a little bit obtuse and really fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Win- Winnie the Pooh, I feel like I liked when I was a very little kid. And then I grew to be like 10 or something. And I was like, that's baby stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think Winnie the Pooh is, is as effective for children as it is for adults. Agree. Because I got like, I understand what all the jokes are in this. Yeah. I get it. I, I, I don't think as a kid I did.
1: It's like a different branch of like Muppets.
0: Yes. Yes. It's like a, an alternate path.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Uh yeah, so we like we laughed throughout this movie. Like I think there were even points that we paused it to rewind and watch a punchline again because the, we laughed so hard that we missed things. the
0: the sneezy uh the sneezy bit. There's
1: a whole bit where Owl is explaining something and he uses the word issue but Pooh and Eeyore think he's saying Achu, so they keep saying "gazuntite." tight and then, uh, like,
0: yeah and like but they they grow increasingly concerned that he is sick <laughs> they're not just being jerks they're no. just like I think you should probably lay down
1: but the delivery is all very like
0: sincere sincere
1: and calm yeah. and it just it feels weird for a Disney movie that's yeah. like no you're sick right. um they but, don't do that because Al says something like I would know if I sneezed and pooh says very like, uh, matter like, of fact owl, like,
0: owl says you can't sneeze without knowing there it.
1: we go and Boo says well you can't know it without having sneezed it
0: without something having With, been sneezed
1: you should have done this sorry
0: what even is that and his sentence? eyes are
1: like half closed he's saying it like pseudo intellectually <laughs> it is so funny it's so funny so funny I,
0: I'm legit just gonna watch this movie again. Yeah. sometime this week. Yeah, I I loved it.
1: It's it's very funny.
0: Uh, thank you, Britt. This was a very fun surprise. Yes,
1: and the music is fun too. Yeah, um, it's uh yeah, so it's Christy Anderson Lopez, and there are a mix of Winnie the Pooh songs that you know, like the mm-hmm. theme song and the Tigger song, um, mixed with new songs that she's written, but they sound very. Yeah. In universe, yes, I think she does a really good job of the,
0: the Baxen is one hundred percent a Winnie the Pooh song.
1: It's the scene is very heffalumps and Woozles, yeah. um, but done with better, like a different kind of animation. It's a it's a whole chalk yeah. scene. Oh, Al, yeah, that's ha- Al has a, whole has a chalkboard chalk scene. that he's writing on, so all the characters kind of jump into the chalkboard, and it's all animated in chalk style, and then, which is super fun. Yeah,
0: and the other one that. That like really takes us out of the traditional animation of Winnie the Pooh is the um, honey scene where Pooh starts seeing everything as honey, mm-hmm. uh, and so he's like swimming around in honey, and it's it's this like weird dream sequence that's yeah. really fun, yeah, and really gooey,
1: very gooey, yeah, yeah. The honey is really well animated in this movie. <laughs> this, whole,
0: this whole thing, like you can tell they care. It looks
1: better than it should, mm-hmm. yeah. They they blend what you kind of know as the old style of Winnie the Pooh, yeah. um, and you know new animation stuff that was available in 2011 in a way that's not jarring. In you know in how Disney was at this time, Disney was having some success in mixing uh, new and old animation styles. I think by 2011 they got it. Yeah. Um. But it's cool because they use animation. They use you know, visual gags from the first one where they're like walking on the words of the book and mm-hmm. then the words fall off and then they use the words in the scene to, you know, climb out of a hole or whatever. Yeah, at
0: the, at the end they yeah. use the words from the book uh-huh. to, as a let. Oh.
1: Yeah, it's very clever. I think clever would be the number one word I would describe.
0: Yeah, but not annoyingly clever.
1: No, not annoyingly clever.
0: Uh, Kate has a propensity against uh annoyingly clever well
1: or like uh show off clever yeah like look at how i I mean like you
0: don't like the monty pythons and terry pratchett's and douglas adams's
1: look at how we are so terribly clever it's like
0: we went to look at us we went to oxford and here is our joke
1: (laughs) speaking of which john cleese is the narrator in this movie
0: that's correct also uh just want to come out i love all of those things
1: yeah i know i know you do
0: I just want to make sure our audience knows <laughs> that they have a friend in
1: me. A uh, different movie. Uh, Damn it. Neat. So, so Winnie. So you described one arc of a plot in Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. But this movie, would you say it feels like it's s- like a single story driven, or you know, I, our s- our friend Britt describes it as episodic. Yeah. Where Where do you land on that?
0: Yeah, it's it's I mean we've we've described a lot of things as pastiche or episodic uh, and I think it's I, the the interesting thing is the that uh, there is a a definite story like our character Winnie the Pooh has an end goal. Mhm. It starts at the beginning of the movie, it ends at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Does he have a character arc? Not really. No. Does the rest of the plot have that much to do with his goal? No, it's the mountain in front of the mountain. Right. right. <laughs> you just you, you, des- you describe thing as the mountain behind the mountain. You're like, <laughs> like, um, you know, our hero sets out for this one goal, but then it turns out that this other goal is really what they're going for. Winnie the Pooh sets off to find a little bit of honey for breakfast. All of this mountain gets in his way, but he's like, no, I just. I just want some honey. It's
1: it's a give a mouse a cookie kind of situation. Yeah.
0: Yeah, or g- give a moose a muffin. Give it yeah, De- either depending one. Depending on, on your childhood. Um, but yeah, really really interesting in that there's a there's a plot. Mm-hmm. There is a story for the character. It doesn't really matter. And
1: I well, and I think that's kind of the point. Right? I mean, yeah. Not that not that either of us are saying that it's not done well, but no. it's like yeah, it's like trying to untangle something, but you're making more knots on the way. Yeah. And that's where the humor is derived and that's where like the characters get to shine.
0: Yeah. And every once in a while we're kind of reminded like Poose's tummy starts rumbling and then we're like, Oh yeah, he hasn't eaten yet. Oh, yeah, can Aww. we
1: just uh Side note that his <laughs> his first song about wanting honey his is a duet with his tummy <laughs> voiced by Robert Lopez.
0: Yeah, which is um, excellent.
1: <laughs> yeah, his tummy has a part to sing in it's, the song. Oh, oh, it's there's just so much clever. yeah, there's I, so much clever.
0: I'm surprised. I was surprised how much I love this. yeah
1: movie. so so yeah, it is episodic, but mm-hmm. the episodes are related to this end goal, and the characters behave similarly like I, th- I think it's one of those things where you know like something like parks and rec or 30 rock that the characters are so well defined mm. that when you throw some absurd situation you already know like oh man this Rabbit's character gonna is gonna be yeah gonna be, yeah, gonna be like, this way. oh this is gonna be good yeah but you still want to see how it plays out because the yeah. characters are so engaging and i think this is the whole movie long you're like oh now they're in this snag
0: it's like that's oh, I know what's gonna happen here. This is gonna be great. Yeah, and then it happens, and then they throw in some unexpected stuff, and yeah, it's just
1: contrived off. stumbling blocks usually annoy me in movies. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, if you would just like open the door, you'd realize that Fiona was also an ogre, and then you could just talk about that instead of. Th- but like, if you had just like known that that word was back soon, or like not listened to Owl, like. It's the thing that could have been really annoying, yeah. that it's just this little detail that gets misunderstood. But
0: they're just, they're so well-defined. And again, like...
1: And they spin it out in a way that is super entertaining. Yeah.
0: And I think like the, 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 the word that I keep coming back to is earnest. Because mm. at no point, well, maybe at one or two points, but mainly, Winnie the Pooh is not playing dumb. No.
1: He, <laughs> no. he,
0: is, he is completely aware of where he is at uh, brain-wise and he is like cool i'm just i'm going for it i'm going to i'm going to live my life in the way i know how but i think all the characters are are just like earnest yes uh even owl when he's making up the back sin, i think by the end he believes it so yeah. that's something yeah. but like a, 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 when when they are all stuck in the bottom of a pit <laughs> and owl flies out to like say something to piglet who's uh-huh. the only one outside the pit and then flies back in. None of them are like, oh, you could have flown the whole time. Owl does not like Realize, register. It. Yeah, that, and they're yeah. just like, Owl, oh, that was a great speech you just gave. <laughs> like, it's just ur- earnest and dumb.
1: Yeah. So good. Yeah. And I think where Winnie the Pooh um, gets some of its success is that it is continuing a story. Mm. As opposed to, like, if this was the only movie with these characters, yeah. I feel like I'd be maybe a little bit shortchanged. Yeah. And, I mean, having the background helps you understand what the characters are. But because the whole franchise of Winnie the Pooh is episodic, nothing feels super consequential. Right. And so they get to have fun with it. So on the other hand, going back to Bambi, that mm-hmm. is very episodic but it's the only interaction i ever have with these characters right. by the end of it i'm i'm less like oh that was a fun romp or like that was a pretty romp because we, this music this movie is gorgeous looking oh my looking. god
0: it's so, and this was like still early on in disney animation yeah. and it is still yeah it's gorgeous and it's like um we mentioned at the beginning of this um that deer's are jungle animals, and there's a there's a reason for that, <laughs> is because uh, this movie is so pretty and so well animated, and also, you know, so early on in the Disney canon,
1: it is number five, yeah.
0: That it is um, recycled
1: a lot,
0: multiple times by other movies,
1: and what we mean by that is...
0: is is they take the animation and they just like trace it over with a different character. Mm-hmm. So like, you've probably seen. Um, you know, Robin Hood is, is famously, uh, very recycled. Yeah. Like there's like full, the full dance sequence from Snow White, right? Like, it's like Maid Marion is Snow White. Uh, the dog with the crutches is the, One of the dwarves the stacked on top of yeah. each other. Like it's, it's just like, it's pretty blatant. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, Kate was looking at, uh, like a page showing all of the kind of animation recycling. Which is
1: all really interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bambi is one of the big. Bambi is probably the biggest name that has the most frequency. There's a bunch of other. There's like something called Goliath 2 that's on here a lot that I had never heard of before, and no. we will have to look into that. But like, or Fun and Fancy Free, or Make uh, My Music, yeah. those are recycled a lot, and that makes sense because like people didn't see those movies. Great, I, use I, it again. I don't, I
0: don't know those. Yeah, but Bambi
1: takes entire like it. it it's. So they have pictures on this website that I'm yeah. looking at, and we'll put a link to this later. A lot of what Bambi gets reused as is one, any instance of deer ever yeah. is lifted directly from Bambi. Like, it looks exactly like the mom every time. Like, mm. <laughs> there's no change.
0: So, like, tell me some instances of deer. Like, what yeah, what so, movies might have deer in them?
1: Um, Let's see. Uh. You know, uh, the sword in the stone oh, yeah. has some deer in it. Yeah, they go hunting. Yeah, the uh, let's see, what else? There's not deer in Robin Hood, but there's deer in uh, the Rescuers. Oh yeah, um, that makes sense. And then of course, there's deer in the Jungle Book. Yep,
0: yep, yeah. What? The- there's
1: a literal like I'm clicking on the picture. I'm like, yeah. no, is this like an Africa or like a? Jungle version? No, it's just a deer.
0: It's not like a. Because there are plenty of like African or jungle. Yeah, like
1: antelope or something. Creatures
0: that look like deer. And
1: I'm not exactly sure where Jungle Book takes place. It's, it's, it's like India, right? Indian jungle? I
0: think it's India. Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, it's just a straight up deer with like jungle ferns in the background. It seems I don't, wrong to me. I, maybe there's context to it that I'm not understanding. I, but I,
0: look, I'm not an expert. I could be totally wrong. But that seems. Incorrect.
1: Anyway, jungle deer, jungle but it deer. looks just like Bambi's mom. Yeah. There's there are no changes. <laughs> yeah,
0: but this this movie is is gorgeous, uh, from, and even, from beginning to end.
1: Even so, on this website, there's a lot of, you know, it's what Disney has recycled directly. Yeah. I think these are maybe sanctioned by Disney or something, uh, or like someone said, like yeah, we've lifted this. Sure. But for me, there's a lot of like set design in mm. this movie that's recycled. And I actually, I'll be posting this too. I spent an hour or two collecting these uh, from YouTube. But side by side, there's a lot in the Renaissance set-wise and like huh. color-wise yeah. that B- um, Bambi has an influence on. Yeah, there's the beginning sequence. You kind of like do this. Uh, what's what does he call it? The planing? Yeah, the planar
0: planer movement or yeah, something like that. Multi-plane.
1: Um, multi-plane camera or whatever thing that you know, zooms over this forest and then there's a waterfall that appears in the background. It's very opening of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. And um, you call,
0: you called that one out as we were watching it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh,
1: Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the way the leaves move super remind me of Pocahontas. And I'm coming mm. at this from a lens of, I'm like very like, these Renaissance Disney movies are like a sacred They're text like for me. They're baked into They're your brain. baked into my brain. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, leaves are moving. That's yeah. Pocahontas. Um, The sequence... <laughs> It really. She
0: she does this when we're like out for a walk. She'll that is see true. Like, leaves are moving. It's Pocahontas.
1: They're like oh, Pocahontas Pocahontas leaves.
0: It's dangerous to walk by trees with Kate. <laughs>
1: um, and certainly, I mean, I think you, either you said this or like you immediately agreed that the the Bambi fight scene with the other male deer.
0: Oh yeah. But
1: as there's like fire blazing in the uh-huh. background, is super Simba Scar. Yeah. Fight. Um.
0: Which like I wonder how much of that is like. Cool. This is a like an animation uh, a trick or an animation technique that we've used in the past, and mm-hmm. it looks really cool. And how much of it is uh like, hey, I'll, I I want to pay tribute to this awesome scene, right? Like, right. I, I don't know. I'd love to. I'd love to find out from the animators or storyboard artists and be like, look, this is basically like this is very reminiscent of the Bambi fight scene, except you put a weird slow motion effect on it for some reason. It's the
1: only three seconds that look bad in the Lion King. Oh, that's so
0: bad. Uh, But, like, did you do that to, like, tribute Bambi? Did you do that because you love that piece of animation? Did you do it because, like, or was it, like, subconscious? Like, a lot of times that's a thing that happens. Right.
1: Um, Yeah, I don't know the answers to that. I'm sure the information is available. I do know that, you know, early on in the Lion King pitches, it was like, oh, it's like Bambi meets Hamlet in the jungle. (laughs) Bambi, Bamlet? Bamlet? Bam Bamlet, okay, the Bamlet King, Hamby. anyway, I mean, certainly the bookends of Bambi are circle of life, right the yeah. uh, Prince of the environment is being born, yeah. all the other animals come and see and worship this prince, yeah, and then its happens again at the end with the baby prince as the father this time, right yeah. like um super lion king in that respect, so and and um. Winnie the Pooh does that too, you know. I mentioned before, like it, it plays with the visual text of the Winnie mm-hmm. the Pooh books, and I don't know that there's so much else that it borrows, like shot for shot. But right. certainly, it is playing off of your relationship with the original movies. I think yeah. it stands alone. Yeah. But I think it's it works hard at being a continuation and it not a reimagining. It doesn't hurt if you've seen the originals. No. Yeah. And the backgrounds look the same. Like, the backgrounds are, like, watercolor backgrounds. Yes. With the, with the so characters pretty. in the forefront. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So, well, what you just brought up um, baby, baby deer,
1: mm-hmm.
0: baby deer, baby deer. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and one of the things that kind of struck me about both of these movies is, like, I don't know if it's learning lessons, because Bambi sort of does, but Winnie the Pooh, like, that's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. But they both kind of... My favorite parts about them are like the innocence of childhood, like the innocent childhood Mm. times, right? So Winnie Winnie the Pooh, like all these characters are from the mind of Christopher Robin, right? These are the toys he's playing In
1: this movie, it's set up that way too. It's a live action opening yeah, where you kind of like pan through Christopher Robin's room.
0: And you see those toys. I feel like
1: that was a thing. What was it? Was it done in the original movie? I've seen it before. It was either the original movie or the... (laughs) Um, Pooh Corner, Pooh's Corner, that that like right. animatronic right one series. They I was did. just say
0: it could also have been in like the trailer for Christopher Robin.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I like, but I it's know. a memory implanted from much earlier. Interesting. Yeah, that, yeah. They go through Christopher Robin's room and you see these stuffed animals, like yeah. the actual stuffed animals.
0: Yeah, and, and, and it's 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 so very it's cool. Firmly yeah. planted
1: in like all of this is Christopher Robin's, and in, in the books too. It's, yeah. Christopher Robin is imagining these adventures yeah, of his is, stuffed animals. This is
0: all a child's imagination. Mm-hmm. And then Bambi, like the movie, kind of turned me off as soon as everyone became teenagers.
1: Absolutely. And then yeah.
0: I, I, got back into it for like the the excitement and danger of sure. the fight and everything. But like the bits at the beginning where Bambi is like learning about the world as a complete like. A literal babe in the woods, right, right? right? Or like a babe pig in the city. He's just like walking through trying to like understand the world around him. And that's why he calls that skunk flowers because uh-huh. he was told that this thing is a flower. The skunk is in a field of flowers. Yep. He says another
1: thing that popped up?
0: Flower. <laughs> um and like his friends are teaching them and his friends are you know thump- his friends are also idiots. Yeah. Like <laughs> just just like in Winnie the Pooh, yeah. like they're all dumb. <laughs> Owl is, like, maybe this, or Rabbit, one of those two is the smartest,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and neither of them are, are particularly bright, but they're, like, a child's version of what smart is.
1: Mm-hmm. There's think, also a cranky, yeah. older owl character in Bambi. Yes,
0: which looks the same. Yeah. That's neat.
1: That's kind of,
0: like, yeah. They
1: learn how to animate an owl then. They're like, great, this will just be the owl moving but forward But also, is, like,
0: is the character design of that owl, like, I don't know when the A.A. Meln books came out, mm. but, like... How much is that owl influenced by Owl Mm
1: -hmm. uh, from 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 Bambi? Yeah,
0: and vice versa, like because it's the same. Like they've animated an owl. That's that owl looks exactly and behaves exactly like Archimedes from uh, Sword in the Stone.
1: Mm. Looks and
0: behaves at least physically a lot like Owl from this movie. Mm -hmm. Like they figured out how to do an owl, and they weren't about to change it. They know what's going on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So as, the, yeah, that's really interesting that like all the characters, at least for part of the movie, are children. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Then, as these movies, you know, we've touched on, um, you know, that they are for children and adults. Certainly, Winnie the Pooh has different resonances with children and adults. Like, what I would be interested. No.
0: You would not. You would not be interested. Um, That's okay.
1: So Bam- Bambi Bambi shows child and adult. Yeah. And do you, and you talked about these like learning lessons. Yeah. Do you think that carries over into the adult section of Bambi?
0: I I think so. I think so for for Bambi, it seems to be the beginning is learning lessons. The latter half is. Applying lessons, but not really. Would, yeah, it, it, only, I, it only comes into play at the end when the hunters are there. Mm-hmm. And we see Bambi like reacting to the danger more appropriately. Yeah. But I don't even know if that's true. He fights dogs. He does a cool wall jump.
1: That's yeah. sweet. I feel like he's, he's able to more rapidly respond because he knows what it is. Yeah. As opposed to like, wait, what is happening at all?
0: And he's like experienced... The negative effects of yeah. what that is, yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, well, but
1: both of these movies, like the characters are learning lessons that they don't necessarily use later, and that's right. part of the episodic nature, and that's okay. But you can pull things away from as the audience. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's it's interesting. interesting. Like, w- what do you think of Bambi as parable?
1: Um, I, I don't mm.
0: like as a series of parables, like a, as a god spell.
1: But I don't even think enough is learned in each parable. I don't think, like, Bambi on ice is funny, but (laughs) he doesn't learn to be on ice. He just keeps falling. Like, he doesn't slowly learn, like, oh, if I put my foot here or if I don't make this motion. Like, he just keeps on falling.
0: I mean, he learns that there's things that he should not try and do.
1: I guess so. But do we learn that? Because that's really funny. No, we want Bambi to try and do ice. I just want
0: to watch Bambi on ice the whole <laughs> time. And also, I want to see Disney on ice with Bambi. So it's just like someone falling over and over I again. I mean,
1: yeah. That would be funny. Um, I think I would say less parable and more like when when they are kids, they try things and they fail at them. Mm-hmm. When they are older, they succeed at more things.
0: That's not that's not how life works.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> it is not. Although there's a higher degree, I don't know. the yeah. the, the problems become bigger in adulthood. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's more. I guess childhood is exploration, and adulthood is execution. Ex. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah it's it's a, it's an interesting movie, and it's uh, Bambi. If you asked me how I'd rank it before we rewatched it, I would have said higher than I would now. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a great movie to watch. I think no. it's a great movie to study. I think yeah. the the again like just from an animation standpoint, the any of the silent parts of the movie mm-hmm. are like, you know, up there with like, you know, some of the scenes in Fantasia where it's like, oh, you are just you are using this rain in a very fascinating way. Yeah, or it very much using,
1: meshes with the music, and it's
0: yeah, and. and that's It's very cool, and I think it's very much worth worth looking at. If mm-hmm. I was like an animation student yeah. or if I was a filmmaker, I would say this is probably a piece that I have to explore just to see like the things that are effective in this that might not uh, mm-hmm. show up elsewhere. But as a person who wants to watch a movie, eh.
1: yeah, I think anything storytelling wise that you can say this movie addresses. Is done literally a billion times better in the Lion King. I think, it, like, right?
0: Wow! No shots I, fired. Holy! This is not cow. shots fired.
1: This is just true. A Billion
0: times better. Okay,
1: maybe that number is okay. hyper hyperbolic. But okay. but like, I I think about like the. I think it's less about story and more about like some kind of neat visual mm-hmm. symbolism they do, like. You see his dad. It's never called his dad.
0: He calls him his son.
1: Does he say son or does he say boy?
0: No, he says my son. I'm pretty sure. But you could
1: interpret that as like son, like an elder talking to a Right? like I
0: I assume that's his dad.
1: I also assume that that he's everyone's dad.
0: Yeah, he is king. Yeah. And we don't see a lot of other dudes. That is not
1: addressed in The Lion King, but that's also true of Mufasa. There are all those lionesses. There's only one lion.
0: Well, there's Scar. (laughs) Uh, Someone's got to be desperate.
1: He does have a... That's where the daughter comes from in the second movie.
0: Oh, thank God. Uh, Yeah. I only acknowledge Lion King one and a half.
1: Yeah, there is no Lion King two. Um... Yeah, so there's this so the father's kind of like always there and he's always in the distance and whenever like Bambi encounters like a really big problem, the father's kind of just like shows up, gives him a piece of advice or a piece of comfort and then disappears.
0: He's he's like a little bit God.
1: So I am I think there's a reading of this. Uh-huh. I could I could write an article about this for You could like, write a BuzzFeed article. I could about write a this. BuzzFeed article but about this. But not one of those
0: good ones where they like expose corruption within the government. One of those ones no. where they list 20 hogwarts that you are.
1: Yeah. Uh, also important. Also important. <laughs> uh, I think I, I have a I think my theory could be airtight that Bambi's father in this movie is not real. He's ghost dad. Um or like a uh, like a let's patronus. Not, or, let's not bring let's Bill not Cosby bring, into yeah. this. Um, he's like a patronus. Uh, so every time he appears, he doesn't like spur on action so much as just like other people react to him. It's
0: like, "Bam, do it, yeah.
1: yeah. Or like that deer stands up, and then all the other like antlered, younger deers like. Uh, fight against each other or like rush him. I, yeah, but they uncre- like
0: they all bow to him. They all bow to like, him. He's yeah. clearly there.
1: Yeah, he's there. But later on, I don't know. It's just like he's there. He gives Bambi some words, and then he's gone. Yeah. And then like he appears like, he's later. He's just a and shitty he's dad. Sta- yeah, he's that's all it is,
0: <laughs> Kate. He exists. He's just a shitty dad.
1: But I real I think there's an argument that he is imagined right. the entire time. He's not real. He's kind of like a. Like you said, a god figure where you can't see him, yeah. but a lot of people believe in him.
0: I think there's an argument that Bambi is being Truman showed, and that's the <laughs> producer of the show coming in as a deer and being like, Bambi, you should run away now. It's good for the ratings. So,
1: the, so okay, this, this all leads <laughs> to, uh, the, there's an ending moment um, where the the king is standing on a ledge. Yeah. And then Bambi like rises up to that ledge and the king like walks away to signify that. And the monkey
0: holds up Bambi's child.
1: Right? It is that moment. It's the moment where Simba roars on the top of Pride Rock. Yeah. So it's like, okay, Bambi is the new prince, big prince of the forest. They they don't call it a king. He's
0: not the king of the forest. He's the big prince. He's
1: the big prince of the forest. There's like the baby prince and big prince. My
0: big son. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Um, So, so
1: speaking of ending, so like that's a neat. So anyway, that's a neat shot, right? That like, okay, he's supplanting him, but like, Simba roaring on Pride Rock is a much better executed version of that moment, right? That's fair. Like, it means something more than just the visual symbolism. I
0: can see all that. Um, I think it would be better though if it was a real lion for no reason.
1: That Whose mouth moved? Yeah, if it yeah. was
0: a CGI lion for no reason. For no reason. I think though. that could improve it. Okay, so speaking of endings, mm-hmm. we have a way of wrapping up episodes here at cellmatespodcast.com.
1: It's called The Final Cut. The Final
0: Cut. Uh,
1: so in The Final Cut, yeah. first we talk about kind of some scenes that stood out to us that we want to shout out.
0: Would we call this the scene shadow?
1: We would call it scene shadow. Oh, out.
0: okay, cool. Uh, do you have anything in mind?
1: Well, for Bambi, yeah, uh, just chronologically speaking, yeah. Um, I this is a super small moment, but I think it was my favorite in the whole film. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Bambi is just born. Uh, is trying to stand up, and this curious little rabbit, who we do not know na- is named Thumper yet, but it's Thumper. Uh, comes up. He's like the only creature to get near this baby deer and the mother, which seems like a bad idea. But yeah. I guess deer's aren't predators, so it's fine. Uh, and he's just kind of like looking this deer over, like, oh, what? What does he do? Who? <laughs> what? What is he what called? Is it, what does it do? What is it named? Yeah. Uh, and like, Bambi opens his mouth to yawn, and Thumper <laughs> just sticks his head inside of Bambi's mouth. Yeah. Look around. Yeah. And it's a super use the word earnest before it's a super earnest like that's how little kids interact with each other like yeah. one little kid does something and then the other is like this is weird let me look closer and totally I'm invade this in space this.
0: yeah
1: <laughs> and it made me laugh really hard and it probably gave me too high of expectations for the rest of the movie but
0: yeah that's possible
1: <clears throat> what would you like to shout out in Bambi Dickward
0: uh you know, dogfight <laughs> um so I I don't know. I, I've never liked dogs. And as a kid, I was like kind of scared of dogs, even though I grew up around dogs. Like not mm-hmm. in my house, but my uncle had like three or four dogs, very nice dogs, but they were dogs nonetheless, right? And I'm, I'm wondering how much of my dislike of dogs was influenced by this fight scene in Bambi where the dogs are the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life.
1: So you say that. And I only remember there are dogs in Bambi because I just saw it in a recycled yeah. animation clip. Like, if you would have asked me 30 minutes ago, are there dogs in Bambi, I would have said, no. But that, I don't remember dogs. That's,
0: that's fair, but I, I, I'm still yeah, shouting that's it neat out. That
1: I, I think that's neat that it stuck with you.
0: Yeah, and it's just, it's so good looking. I just, mm. I enjoy, because the movie is very still. And mm. very slow. And so when you get to like Bambi fighting the other boy or you get to um you know, this this forest on fire mm-hmm. and everyone like running, like it really it really feels like a big moment. And so for me, yeah, that's what I'm gonna call out. It's something I didn't super remember from Bambi and it's something that watching it I was like this is neat. I, I don't know if it's earned, but it's neat. Yeah. No. That's fair. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything from Winnie the Pooh that you want to call out?
1: Oh that man, that we haven't already that we haven't already addressed. I really, I really enjoy the Backsim scene. Yeah. I think it's easy in. A, you know, we've talked a little bit about Mary Poppins Returns on this show before, and there's a little bit of a what we felt was kind of a paint-by-numbers approach. Yeah. Like, oh, you need a scene where they jump into a cartoon. All right, here it is. But it's like not done as well. And you need a scene where there's like a kooky neighbor who has a weird relationship with gravity. <laughs> like. And there's that scene in the second movie. But it's like <sighs> not as good. And so I feel like the backson is kind of like, we need something, you, you know, like it's kind of the villain song even though there's not a villain.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and it's similar to Huffle Lumps and Woozles in that yeah. it totally breaks with your kind of animation universe. It, but it's really cool to look at and it makes you pay attention and it gives you information about an imaginary creature another yeah. imaginary creature but I thought it was done so well and you still retain all of the characters like features and humor in this like two-dimensional looking chalk form I just it was such a cool idea and it doesn't feel paint by numbers even though it could yeah I, it, I appreciated it nice
0: yeah. 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 What about you? I'm shouting out the same scene right. for a different reason. Oh. Um, Winnie the Pooh is mainly a very fun romp that we just enjoy. Uh, but the Baxen scene, I think, um, painted a really good picture of fear mongering
1: mm. and how it works. Yeah. Um,
0: because Owl doesn't know the answer to something, so he makes up uh, an enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I can't think of any examples from real life, but let's just say if we had a president who was like, hey, immigrants are coming over and killing everyone. Can you give us
1: more facts about that?
0: Uh, No. Just like Owl.
1: Here's a YouTube video from a zealot that I'm retweeting. But so Owl
0: Owl doesn't know what's going on, and he kind of makes up this villain, and they're like, okay, tell us about him. And he says a few things, and then... Uh like Pooh is like, Oh, does he does he steal honey? And he's like, Yeah, he does do that. Yeah. You know, does will he eat my carrots? Yeah, he'll eat he'll eat your carrots, he'll do that too. Uh huh. And then Owl even says, He's like, Oh, you guys are better at describing the backs in than I am. Yeah. And like it's it's interesting how he plays off everyone's fears yeah. and builds this creature that they are more afraid of than if he had just made it up himself. Yeah. Uh, so I, I thought that was a really... Oh, that's
1: a good take. It yeah. was a
0: really poignant moment in the movie for me. Uh, in addition to being a really fun and really well animated scene. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. In the end, it turns out that the back scene is real.
1: Well, it's like uh, an after the credits It's a, a post credit sequence. Yeah.
0: Um, but also he seems really nice. Yeah, he sees So, it's, I don't know. This yeah. is a fun bit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I thought that scene was super effective.
1: Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Cool.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: So, MVP.
0: Uh, now, I just want to clarify, because I normally get this wrong. We pick one MVP from both movies. That's correct. Well, one MVP total. Uh-huh. Not from each movie. That's correct. Boom.
1: It's been correct every single episode. Boom. Shh, shh, shh. Got it. Who's your MVP, Dick Ward?
0: Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 is, is, is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I just... I want to be him but i want to be like sm- smarter i don't know i just like ev- every other line he says is my new favorite line of the movie as mm-hmm. i'm watching it yeah i i, I love poo yeah he's great
1: yeah i'm gonna say the the winnie the pooh writers um because yeah they they write yeah. for poo um <laughs> but yeah i again going with what i was saying about the backs and like this could have been a pretty lazy adaptation and it probably still would have done well.
0: It could have been Mary Poppins returns Mm -hmm. and it would have been, it would have been fine. It would have
1: done well at the box office. Um, but they put, and you said this before, they put such care into it, yeah. both into the characters and in like, how do we bring this to 2011? Like update humor, update a little bit of like what modern audiences are expected, are expecting to see and experience in terms of pacing and, they they nailed it. Like, it's so funny. It's so true to the characters. Yeah. And it just feels like, oh yeah, Winnie the Pooh is still hanging out in 2011 and this is what it's like. was
0: just what's happening. And
1: that's, it was not an easy task, I imagine. And they they did well with it.
0: So, Kate, if you were going to
1: Mm -hmm.
0: take uh, these two movies, Mm -hmm. uh, the creative teams Mm -hmm. or the the characters or art styles or whatever, and cross them over, in what way... Would you cross these over?
1: I'm going to bring Thumper into the Hundred Acre Woods, <laughs> and Rabbit is going to freak out. It's like yeah. a cousin or something that's visiting, and because he just has literally the opposite energy as Winnie the Pooh's Rabbit. Yeah, and it would be so fun. Like he's a little bit Tigger, but also like more more spastic. Yeah, and like louder. Uh, I just think it would be really funny to see that dynamic. Uh, I think Pooh would have a great time with them. I think Tigger would have like just. I want to see Thumper interact with every one of those characters. Nice. it would be great.
0: Uh, I'm going to go as, in a similar vein, but I want to I want to establish something right now. Roo is a, a little baby kangaroo, That's right? That's Correct. And he has been a baby kangaroo since the beginning, and he has never aged. Is that correct? Yes. Therefore, I'm going to take. <laughs> All of the characters that we love from Bambi and put them in the 100 acre woods so, so they, they never n- grow up and become gross teenagers. That's excellent. Yeah. 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 Well, I that's just, a great idea. Yeah. I just, I love those characters so much. And then the rest of the movie happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. Yeah. We've
1: cracked the case on that. Except
0: this one. that owl. The owl can stay there. Uh, we don't need two owls. We don't need two owls. Too oh, we barely need one owl. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, So our final, final cut, cut, final. Uh huh. Oh my god. Wait. What is it? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) If we're going to take how long have we been doing this show? Uh, longer than you would imagine (laughs) by the amount of questions you ask about our format. Thank you. uh,
0: (laughs) I'll take that as a compliment. Uh, Is if
1: we're going to take these movies and either re-release them as is, release a special edition, or huck them into the vault? Yeah. What do you do, Bambi? What do you do?
0: It's a it's a re-release. I I think I think the movie I think the movie could be improved as a viewer experience, but I don't think that's what Bambi is for Mm-mm. these days, and I don't think that's what it's about. I think it's an important piece of animation history. Yeah, and uh, I think knowing that it kind of lives in the in between of Fantasia and you know, Snow White.
1: The more traditional, yeah.
0: I think that makes it really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think, like, you know, if I am gonna if I am gonna do anything inter- like special with this, I am gonna put it in like a viewing series with like Land Before Time and mm. oh, what's another movie we watched like this? But like those movies where it's like, hey,
1: nothing super happens.
0: We kind of wanted this to be voiceless yeah and then
1: we uh dinosaur like dinosaur the yeah. new dinosaur was not supposed yeah to but like
0: watching those and seeing like okay here's the bits that work without the voices here's where they added like yeah i i think that could be an interesting i think that's a cool series just for the context yeah. but yeah i don't i don't need to change bambi
1: i'm gonna agree with everything you said here and this, <laughs> is, this is an aberration of a little bit of the style but i think that it's valid um, the special edition I would do with this is I think Bambi would make a great dark ride. <laughs> it would be it would be awesome because it's all mood, yeah. right? Like you don't have to worry about telling any story right. in this dark ride and that's where you kind of lose... It's just
0: a series of scenes.
1: Yeah, it's a series of scenes and what you could do with modern um, like visual and projection technology now yeah. that you could recreate so much of that gorgeous animation... And just put it in three dimensions. You have your ride vehicle going through. I think it would be a very successful dark ride. Now
0: let me let me ask you this: um, Is this a like slow moving dark ride, it's like a, Little Mermaid? Where I it doesn't think it's really a slow moving
1: book report.
0: Or mm-hmm. because there are a couple of action scenes, mm-hmm. does this have a little bit of Splash Mountain to it, where you're like diving through fire at the end?
1: Yeah, I think you can do. I think I don't think those are mutually exclusive. Yeah. I don't think there's a big drop. Yeah. But I definitely think there's different emotional intensity in the scenes.
0: So do we have different speeds or is it Haunted Mansion we're all on the same track?
1: Um I don't think it ha- I don't Sorry, think different speeds is as necessary I'm getting, as just,
0: I think I might be getting too into the weeds on this. But I think I, so too. Uh, I think
1: the fire scene is scary and it has a lot of visual stimulation. Yeah, You might move a little faster in your car, but you're not going down a drop. Fair. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, Just to let the audience know, uh, our first mini vacation we took together was to Disney. That's correct. And then our next one was not to Disney, but we ended up having an hour and a half long conversation uh, trying to decide what the Lion King ride would be if we were to make should it. Should be. Should be.
1: There should be a Lion King ride. How is there not? And we should design it. That'll be another episode.
0: That, oh my god, yes.
1: So that's what I do with Bambi. I yeah. turn it into a dark ride. Nice. Uh what do you do with Winnie the Pooh?
0: Oh man, uh special edition where I can just watch it more. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, I love it. I you know what? I might turn it into a like series of children's books. <laughs>
1: um maybe make a few like stuffed animals yeah, based I, on the cartoon. Here's,
0: here here's what I do. I uh I don't mind... I, I I took a shot at, at, at Zooey for being very twee. Yeah. And I don't mind that music in this movie so much. It's, Her versions.
1: Yeah. yeah. It,
0: it fits okay. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. There's there's like one or two shots in this movie where I'm like, oh, this is a little 2011 for me. Mm-hmm. But there's not, there's not much. This movie can just stay as is. I would make... I would make this uh, – I, I would eat some honey with it, I guess.
1: Yeah. I want um, I want more kids to have seen it. So, yeah. like, I just want to platform it bigger. Like, yeah. put it at the top of, like, the Netflix searches. Like, yeah. run some algorithms so that kids see of it more and then click on it more. Like put I, it.
0: put it in Fortnite.
1: Something like that. Um, but, yeah, put it on – like, whatever chan- – I think everyone watches – tv on the internet these days but um especially kids yeah but like i like put it into rotation more heavily on the disney channel and yeah put a just,
0: bunch of put a bunch of clips of it up yeah turn it make some make some memes yeah we need some memes of this
1: because i think I, I think especially kids and i and i hope i mean if phoebe and jasper love it as much as they do then maybe it is more widely in rotation than i think it is but i think kids like that are going to enjoy watching it as an adult and being like i remember this movie Also, yeah. oh, this is really funny mm-hmm. like, that's going to be fun for them so i want more kids to be able to have that experience
0: nice yeah. all right i think that wraps it up it does this was
1: this was super fun yeah thank um, you again to brit yeah and again if you have suggestions for us or yeah. just want to say hi we're cellmates podcast at twitter cellmates podcast on facebook cellmatespodcast at gmail.com and cellmatespodcast.com
0: yeah absolutely and uh, thank you again for filling out brackets Mm -hmm. Uh, that was super fun
1: oh my gosh and please
0: like throw throw some comments on throw some emails let us know if you think we got something wrong if you think we're like undervaluing a movie also if you're like a bracket
1: data scientist uh, get in touch because we would just love to pick your brain Okay. I don't know if that's a thing. Yeah. Anyway. If you're a
0: bracketologist.
1: Yes. Yes. I guess that's exactly what I'm asking for.
0: Uh, let Kate know. I'm not as interested. Because
1: apparently I want to be one. Yeah. So give apparently. me some advice.
0: All right. Cool. For Soulmates Podcast, has Dick Ward. I'm Kate Phillips. I'm Dick Ward.
1: Still, okay. Okay.
0: Bye. Bye. Oh Who oh, bother? No, no. Oh bother? Pa- no.
1: You've tried this a lot of times before. I know. It's not worked. It then never either. It, never it never works. It never works.
0: Uh, I'm a man of very little impressions.
1: That's okay. Yeah,
0: I used to do a really good Raphael from Ninja Turtles when I was eight. Do they
1: sound different?
0: Wait, no, I was a good Michelangelo. Yeah, they sound different. Seriously? Yeah
1: would uh
0: Michelangelo's Give like, me a
1: Michelangelo impression.
0: Totally tubular dude.
1: And Raphael?
0: Hey Mike, I'm Raphael. I'm a jerk.
1: And Leonardo? Uh
0: he'd be like, I'm the leader and I'm st-
1: Okay, that's definitely none of the definitely turtles. That's definitely he, not a ninja definitely turtle. Definitely what he sounds like. Donatello. He was the one with the British accent, is that correct? <laughs>
0: uh, uh yes. Uh my name's a Donatello. I don't know. That's a... I don't know. Oh, boy. I was trying to do a Jamaican accent. I don't know what came out of me there.
1: It could be an Italian
0: accent. Yeah. Uh, my name's a uh, Donatello. My name's a Donatello. I'm Italian. Why
1: were they named after Italian Renaissance?